Hello, and welcome to Eve Unleashed, hosted by Brittany and Madison. In this podcast, we talk about challenges and taboo subjects that women face every day. Each month, you will hear interviews and sit-down chatty conversations that you wish you could have with your girlfriends. Here, we hope you will gain new perspectives to help unleash that inner Eve in you. Thank you for spending your valuable time with us today. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Hey guys, it's Madison and Brittany here from Eve Unleashed. Hello. We're so excited to be here. Um, Today, we are talking about the Five Lung Love Languages book, um, which I love. Brittany is going to give us a rundown about it, and then we're just going to kind of just talk about it. Yes. Okay. So if you haven't read the book or even heard of this, um, I recommend it to everybody. I don't care if you've been married, you know, one year, three years, 10 years, 50 years, or even dating. Like, And disclaimer, we are not relationship therapists, and we're, we're not relationship relationship experts or anything but um yeah just wanted to put that out there because I feel like you have to disclaimer everything nowadays but Uh yeah um yeah but I found this book super interesting and I feel like it made me understand my spouse's um his needs better and vice versa so it's called the five love languages and it's by Gary Chapman and so The book in three sentences um, is basically people speak different love languages. After many years of marriage counseling, Chapman's conclusion is that there are five emotional love languages, five ways that people speak and understand emotional love. And Chapman believes that once you identify and learn to speak your spouse's primary love language, then you will have discovered the key to a long lasting loving marriage. It's just so so true, right? Like it, it really is. And I, I mean, how many times do you sit there? I mean, when you're dating Madison, do you sit there and think like, oh, you're, you're in the honeymoon stage. You're like, oh my gosh, we're going to be so happy because we're just so in love and mm-hmm. we're never going to have any problems. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just not the case nothing, at nothing all. Nothing annoys you. Nothing uh, like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Everything's like just these cute little quirks until, and then later in your marriage, uh-huh. you're like grinding your teeth. Why are you doing this still? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, just like, what is it is it frozen I think it's frozen when he's like what you know what if he picks his nose and eats it and she's like excuse me he is a prince and (laughs) that is such uh the honeymoon stage and you know but Mm -hmm. um we'll get into like the languages so there are five of them like we said there's the word um words of affirmation quality time receiving gifts acts of service and physical touch we both took the test and then you guys took the test. Um, what's, what is your and Mike's love languages? All right. So my top love language is quality time and then followed by words of affirmation, receiving gifts, acts of service and physical touch. Um, I did not get my husband to retake this test recently, but I just know his, I know his primary love languages and his is words of affirmation. Definitely. Um, not interesting. Yeah, like his is very obviously like that. <laughs> so My, did you know that when you got married though? Would you um like, no, say- honestly, I no, I think I didn't I don't know. Like it's uh I wasn't very good at giving words of affirmation mm-hmm. um when we first got married. 
And his is probably really closely followed by quality time as well. We both love just spending time together. I can I learned a lot while we were married that he needed to hear he was doing a good job that when he was in school, just giving him that reassurance that like, you're doing a good job or it's okay if you don't do perfect on the test. I still am going to love you. Those kinds of things were really important for him to hear, Mm -hmm. to kind of get out of his own headspace, I feel like. Isn't that interesting? And and then yours was the quality time. Yes. That one surprised me because, well, so my husband's language that he, how he kind of shows me love is gift receiving gifts. So I always say that's like my love language, but really- we were camping this last summer and mm-hmm. we were gone for 25 days camping, like super long camping trip thing. <laughs> Just our family, us and our kids traveling the country. It was so cool. But a couple of times at the trip, I was like, I really want to jump your bones right now. Like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> I am like so into you right now, babe. And he's like, why the heck are you all over me when we're like in a tent with our kids next to us and we can't do anything, right? Oh my I'm gosh. like, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. Well, I realized when I took this test and it was quality time, I'm like, oh, we were oh. spending time together. And that turns me on, apparently. <laughs> so you're like, hey, babe, um, if you just want me to like you forever, let's just do this. And yeah. we're good. <laughs> well, it's like, and it's made me evaluate since we got home. I'm like, hmm, maybe we should like put our phones down because maybe that's like, separating us a little more certain things like that like trying to recreate that at at home it's so easy in the woods with no reception oh yeah yeah home it's it's hard to recreate that Mm, it's true because we have so many distractions between like the tv kids going to school jobs just all the things so yeah and social media and for me like i am i'm on social media a little too much so i have to i've started like setting a timer like okay this time at night I am putting my phone away so that I can like be present. And that has, it really has, I think, helped our intimacy. Interesting. Okay. So So what was yours and Kyle's though? Okay. So mine was acts of service and then my quality time and physical touch were tied. So my acts of service was 30%. And then my physical touch and quality time was, oh gosh, I can't remember actually the exact numbers they were, but they were tied and then words of affirmation. And then um, the last one was z- like 2% of receiving gifts. So, yeah. and then Kyle's, his surprised me because when we took this test, when we very first got married and we didn't think much of it, we we're like, well, you know, funny little quiz. His at first was receiving gifts and words of affirmation. And now his is quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation, physical touch, and then receiving gifts. So everything just kind of like flip-flopped a little bit wow um as we've gotten older which is so interesting like just how it it really does show how we kind of change as well well yeah because when we're kids I think our love language is based a lot on the kind of love that we receive like that we're used to Mm -hmm. so I'm sure it evolves oh that's a good point that is true let me like swap over to this little website. Okay, I wanted to read this thing that talks about each thing and how we can do those things for our person. And this is the one that's from the mind mindbodygreen.com. So like words of affirmation, like you said, Madison, is like telling you, oh, you you did good at school today or you did a good job on this. Thank you for doing the dishes. Um, or things like are you really like hearing your partner say, I love you. Um, well, I think... I think in our day and age, also texting, like that's really big for me too. Just like getting a little text during the mm-hmm. day. It's like, Hey, I love you. I'm thinking of you. I think that oh, yeah. is big too, for words of affirmation. It doesn't always have to be like spoken, but sometimes like the little written word. 
Uh, yes, yeah. And how it says the details matter. It's important that they make remarks on things like, oh, you've changed your hair today. Or, you know, they just notice things like you said, you know, and like you said, just having that little text message through the day, like, like you said, just to know that they're thinking about you. If the uh, words of affirmation is your primary love language, like it means the world to you. It, it will mean more to you than like getting roses or something like that. Yeah, that's like that. I mean, honestly, I think sometimes that's even if Michael's having a bad day, he just will call me because he just needs to hear from me. And that's really what he needs sometimes just to hear, like, hey, I love you. Like, I can't wait to see you later. So, you know, so that just yeah. makes him feel better about his day, knowing that I want to see him at the end of the day. Yes. Yes. Okay. So let's go to quality time. We're both reading the same website. If you guys are just like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So quality time, you spend un uninterrupted time with your partner. It's critical that you have enough time to hang out and enjoy each other with undivided attention. So there you go, Madison. There's your yes. <laughs> your camping trip. Well, it really um, is. And then like, even lately is. we've, I've picked up golfing. I am not good at golfing, <laughs> but a, golfing takes a long time. So that's it been really so good does. for us to pick, like, let's do this for a date. We know we're going to spend a good, like, three hours together on the green. That's cool. Oh, absolutely. Well, and, you know, how it says time is precious. It's meaningful to soak in every second of your time together that you possibly can. Because, I mean, we're busy. Everyone's busy nowadays. And I know for some people, even like Netflix and chill can be quality time for them. But I think it's good to like evaluate if that's really fulfilling that need for you. Cause I feel like once it becomes a habit, it becomes possibly less meaningful. Mm, yeah, that's true. So making that's sure true. that time you're getting that quality, you know, quality over quantity sometimes, you know? Yes. Yes. Let's see. And then it says like creating memories and special moments together is super important. And you feel content and happy when you are around your partner, even though you're not really doing anything. The important thing is that you are spending focused time together. And I think the key word there is focused time together. Yes, I agree. Um, jumping down to acts of service. You feel taken care of when your partner supports you and helps you ease your responsibilities when they do little chores or tasks for you, domestic bliss unlocked. <laughs> this is your big one, right? This is, this is one of my biggest, yeah, my biggest one, because I mean, it's funny when you first start dating, you're just like, oh, he's so sexy. Like, look at him lift those weights. And like, you know, <laughs> it's all the physical. And I can tell you now, there's nothing more sexy than watching my man do dishes. I'm just like, <laughs> yes scrub that dish mm -hmm. <laughs> like yeah, just those little things the way we it, objectify them is different when we're married <laughs> uh, yeah pretty much I mean I I will that's one thing I don't think I have seen my husband be more sexy than when he became a dad like oh my gosh just what you know just him burping the baby changing the baby just things a man holding you know? a baby is just oh. mm, yummy mm -hmm. yep there's there's a reason why we have four <laughs> <laughs> but for real though let's see going down this thing I love when it says it means a lot when someone follows through on something I think that's yes. really important to be aware of if your partner as the service you have to like walk the talk like you got if you're gonna say oh. you're gonna do something if you do it that's that's important to follow through oh it's absolutely almost, it's like going to make them feel the opposite. If you're saying you're going to do something and you don't, that's going to just, yes. that's going to convey an, I don't love you, even if you don't mean to, but it's like, exactly. Yeah. It's good to be aware. 
Well, yes, and especially, okay, so because this is one my primary, okay, for instance, it is 9 o'clock p.m. right now. My husband is outside building my chicken coop. He just got home from working a 12-hour shift, but he said to me, I will put up the walls of your chicken coop. It is 9 p.m. Oh. I know. I'm like, oh, bless your heart. He hates me right now because of all my stupid chickens, but... And P.S. listeners, it's cold outside tonight. It is cold. It's freezing out there. I think it's like 30 degrees. So, and where he works, we call it Mordor because it's literally the whole place is on fire. Um, (laughs) And so he's been in the scorching heat of Mordor all day and then comes out to the freezing cold to build my stupid chicken coop (laughs) before the snow hits. And Oh, he loves you. I know. I'm like, I could not love you more right now. I mean, <laughs> and I think if, um, I, I don't know if that makes me sound really, um, oh, what's the word? But I think if you would have come home tonight and been like, hey, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'd been like, oh, but you promised. And, but I would have been okay too, because I'm like, it is nine o'clock and he has to work tomorrow still. Uh-huh. But, but it's like kind of cherry on top. Like it's just, it does, it does it make is, you feel appreciated. It really does. And, oh, well, there's your thing, Madison. Um, you think talk is cheap. Action means everything. Mm-hmm. And, yep, that was our bullet number three. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I love how on number five, skipping down one, it says, if you're feeling stressed or tired, it would be nice if your partner saw it as an opportunity to step up and alleviate your burden by taking something off of your plate that is easy for them to do. That small act helps you feel taken care of so true that's like so true that's acts of service wrapped up in just one sentence right there (laughs) well honestly so my so my husband hates to like load dishes Mm -hmm. but but lately he's like started just to unload the dishes for me and even that bit oh it makes me makes doing the dishes so much easier when it's already like unloaded so we found that like there's that compromise we could find where he's like I really don't like putting dishes in I don't mind but just having it like half done, it's, it's a big deal for me. Oh, oh, absolutely. Well, and I, I love that, like, there are no gender roles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, in our house, I mean, usually I'll take care of all those things. But if I ever just say, hey, can you do the dishes? Like, you know, he'll just do them. I, and mm-hmm. I think that's important in relationships, too, is to get rid of that stigma, the gender role thing. Yes. And acts of service can be really random things, too. My dad um as kind of a good example of this he just fills my mom's car up with gas like oh like I don't know if my mom's had to pump a tank of gas like their whole marriage he would like he just even he would come home from work he'd like check in if it was low he'd just run out and fill it up and that's like what he does is that she has gas in her car that's awesome yeah it's just really truly the little things that make you know make you feel loved and make you want to be with that person because again it's the little things (laughs) yes exactly okay so gifts if your primary is gifts you feel loved when you receive a gift the present itself is nice but it's it's the thought behind it that counts the gift becomes an object that helps you remember that they were thinking of you which fills you with love that's cute Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's weird because that one's so low for you so like and for and for kyle so it's just not something you guys do but i have friends that that's a big thing for them yeah yeah getting the flowers weekly and that kind of stuff uh uh-huh yeah i mean if my husband were to come home with flowers i'm just it's really a surprise i'm like oh that's so cute thank you but 
I would rather have my laundry done. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just interesting what people find um, more important to them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It goes on and says, the best gifts are the meaningful ones. If it's a surprise gift, even better. It strengthens the bond and builds a deeper connection to you. During holidays and birthdays, anniversaries, you want to commemorate it with a present of some kind. And those days are extra special. And you love the using those days as a reminder of your commitment. I love number five. Um, the gesture of receiving a gift demonstrates that you are seen, cared for, and prized. I'm like, oh, it's like when you think about it that way. Uh, I've always like, I don't know. Maybe it's just the way that I was raised because my mom wasn't, or I guess I never saw that within my parents' marriage. Like they never were just gift givers that way. They were more of the acts of service type of thing as well. But, um, but when they put it that way, it doesn't make me feel like, oh, that's just, um, what's the word? Like Like, stuff is more important. I'd rather have stuff than, you know, I feel like greedy, selfish. I don't know if that's the right word. I feel like movies and TV have given gift giving a bad rap. Like it's the guys that cheat mm. or they miss their anniversary or they forget a birthday oh, and they yeah. buy a present to make up for it. So like, I think media in a lot of ways has warped that a little bit. That's so true. Kind of made girls look high maintenance. That's the one I'm looking for. It's like, I don't yes. want to appear high maintenance. I'm like, I need, I need things to make me happy. Yes. So so I feel like a lot of that is kind of media warping things when it's like no type of love is really like a bad way. No, not at all. No. Yeah. Even gift giving, gift receiving or whatever isn't, doesn't have to be expensive stuff. I know a friend, it's just literally, it's a a candy bar, just something like that, where he's like, oh, I saw your favorite candy bar at the store and I bought it. That's important. You know, that shows her she's loved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kyle does that for me. He'll just come home and be like, I got you a candy bar. It's hiding in my lunchbox. Wait till the kids go to bed. I'm like, I love you so much right now. My husband's <laughs> is Dr. Pepper. If I just, I'm like, there's oh. Dr. Pepper in the fridge. He's like, oh, I love you. You're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now we'll go down to touch. This one was one of my biggest ones too. This one was really challenging for me and Kyle um, because he is not a touchy-feely person. And so when we first got married, there was like a huge, like just block that we just could not get through for a long time. Because I, like I said, I like to be touched. I like to be hugged. I like to kiss. I like to hold hands in public. And he's so not that way. And again, I think the media kind of like ruined that for me. So, or, you know, just kind of twisted a little bit thinking oh my gosh he's not like always holding my hand or doing this then he must not really love me Mm -hmm. type of thing and so it was interesting that we when we took this test this is what I need from you I need more physical touch I need you to hug me more I need you to hold my hand more that type of thing so that's why I loved this test it really just kind of like makes you have that aha moment (laughs) Uh um So number one, it says you look forward to hugs, cuddles, and kissing. Nothing beats tactical, physical intimacy. I'm like, yes, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) You feel grounded in the relationship when physical affection is accessible and often cultivated. Holding hands, long embraces, and kisses are common and welcome occurrences. Your game for public displays of affection, it helps you feel wanted and desired. And that's where we really struggled. Because, like, I I don't know if him growing up, he just never saw that. But, like... 
it, it was just kind of a big deal to me. So I'm like, oh my gosh, you're not pinching my butt in public. You don't love me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a lot of it's just comfort levels too. I think, and like we mm-hmm. talked about when we were talking to Kathleen a few episodes ago, that kind of mm-hmm. shame can be in there too. I yes. mean, I think for some people it's like, um, you're not allowed to like, you can't show that kind of affection in public you can't so I think some people have been taught that like that's inappropriate yeah exactly you can't do that in public that's that is true that could just be like you said just one of those mental things like oh no 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 and sometimes I don't even think our kids are taught it if they hear us as adults saying look at that couple over there touching each other that's so bad then that gets put in their oh, brain. Yeah, that's true. So if they just were hearing us talking bad about other people, that's going to stick in their brain and make them feel like they're bad if they do it. Kids are so impressionable. Like just there are things that I will even say. And then all of a sudden Jet like says them, says them back to like my mom and stuff. And she's, I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you I know, know, just like little simple things. Exactly. And that's where it's like just teaching our children about like these things so that they know that all love languages are like good. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, The last one, it said sexual intimacy makes you feel loved. Let's see. Oh, which one are you on? No, I'm right there. I was going to say this one's a weird one for me because that Uh, one ranks so low for my relationship with my husband. mm -hmm. Like like we enjoy being intimate, but we hardly like touch in public and stuff. Like we'll we'll snuggle on the couch and stuff, but like we don't ever like hold hands Uh and stuff like that. I think physical touch used to rank higher for me, Mm -hmm. but my husband due to some things that happened in his past, he's not comfortable with sudden touch or surprise. Like I can't just like touch his face and stuff like that. I just not, he's just not comfortable with it. So I've definitely adapted within our relationship to where I used to kind of be upset when we were dating and like, he wasn't physical with me Mm, or even our early marriage. So I've definitely had to evolve to be like, you know what? This can't be as important to me as it is right now because I need to be on his level so we could be equals. Yes. Yes. And I think that's so interesting that you bring that up just because, so you had to take yours down, your expectations. And then on my half of the relationship, Kyle had to up his because I needed more. And Um, there's, and he's definitely upped his too. We've definitely met in a kind of like halfway and it's constantly evolving. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and like I said, Kyle's, I, I feel like that this changes. I think this would be fun to take every few years just to see where you're at because Kyle's was not the same. His was the gift giving at first when we were first dating, Mm -hmm. um, or, or married or, um god I can't I think we were married when we took this test anyway and it all blends it it does it oh my gosh it's after year three you're like what year is it and yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay let's see here I love this website because it goes into like dating with those love languages and how to I wish I kind of would have known this stuff when I started dating and things too and being able to recognize other people's love languages yes and I yeah. think it's I think it's good even in outside of an intimate relationship sometimes to notice even coworkers or friends or your children being able to recognize those things can yeah. I think deepen those relationships as well. So on this website, we will put the websites as well if you want to take the quiz. They have the couples quiz, the children's quiz, a teens quiz, and singles quiz how amazing they have a teen one that one makes me the most excited right I'm thinking I'm gonna have my children take the children's quiz too because if I were to know what their love language was how much stronger would my relationship be with them to be able to do to recognize 
their love language and to have a, just a better relationship all, all around with them. Well, and even I think it's okay to be open with your children and be like, Hey, this is what's important to me. Like go over mm-hmm. your stuff with them too. Yes. There are, here are some tips for dating people with each type of love language. Words of affirmation. It says, try not to engage in non-constructive criticism. Words have an impact and leave a lasting impression on these types of people. I can attest that's so true. I mean, and not even just from like yourself, but if they're receiving negative affirmations from other people, it's kind of, it's really devastating. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Let's see. Then quality time. This says good in-depth conversations about your day, or just, I think just about anything will help build those bonds stronger. And it says, leave the phones at home. Yes. (laughs) I think acts of service, it says display vigilance and anticipating how you can make their lives easier. Those little acts act up and make all the difference. And that's the thing. It's little acts. You don't have to do big grand gestures every day. No, no. Like I said, him scrubbing that dish. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Gifts it goes right down to that. It could be as simple as a handpicked flower from the garden or getting them a cute keychain from a tra- uh, favorite travel destination. The small gestures can celebrate a relationship in a big way. Well, then touch, it's uh, it's as easy as reaching out for connection by squeezing their arm while you're watching a movie or tapping their butt when you walk by them. Simple. Mm, Simple. (laughs) Yep. Tapping your butt. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So we will put all of these websites so you guys can take the quizzes and let us know what your love language is. And I will also put this mindbodygreen.com and it kind of takes all of these in a breakdown so you can read them more in depth. But we just like touched the little, just them just in a little bit. Yeah, little well, bullet points. I definitely want to hear what our listeners test at, and like, and if you're comfortable, if your husbands will do it, have them test too. I'm, I love hearing about this stuff. What types of uh, different love languages like get married and how they work together? Ooh, yes, awesome. Well, okay. thank you guys for listening today, and we just can't wait for you to hear us next time. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Eve Unleashed. Join us on Instagram at Eve Unleashed to continue the conversation. We would love to hear from you and hope you have an amazing day.